0: This call is being recorded.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call or would like to say good morning?
2: Good morning, Susie. It's Moni.
1: Good morning, Moni. How are you?
2: Doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. Almost 100%.
2: (laughs) Awesome.
1: Yes. As a family Good morning, welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie who just joined the call. Well, welcome, we're glad that you could join us this morning. Good morning, welcome to
2: Declare
1: Victory. This is Susie who just called. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined the call? Well, welcome. We're glad you could join us this morning. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. You just joined the call. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call this morning? Good morning, Susie. Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Brother Andrew.
3: Good morning. Good morning,
1: Diane. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. Good morning,
2: Susie.
1: Does anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning?
4: Good
1: morning, Tony. And who is that? It's Tony. Oh, good morning, Tony. Morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call?
2: Hello. Good morning. This is Denise Woodward.
1: Good morning, Denise Woodward. Are you a new caller this morning?
0: Uh, This is my third time on the call.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we're so glad that you joined us.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And who invited you?
2: Um, Ms. Dondria.
1: Dondria. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning?
2: Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans.
1: Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Yvette. Is- good morning, Yvette. <sighs> Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning?
0: Good morning,
2: Lucille. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Lucille. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Susie. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Anyone else like to say good morning? Here's some background noise. Can someone please mute their line?
3: Yo, yo. Good morning.
1: Good morning, brother Eric. Someone please mute your line, we're hearing a lot of static and background noise. Okay, well it's time to move forward on to the next segment of the call, but before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can perceive. And hello, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled, Open Heaven. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled, Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's Impossible to be Spiritually Mature While Remaining Emotionally Immature by Peter Fazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 Pacific p.m. Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving There were no prayer requests submitted on the app nor any spoken prayer requests. The order of the call is a declaration will be done by Tony Sandoval. Praying in corporate praise will be done by Diane. <coughs> Excuse me. Then we will go right into the closing comments or so sit by the declare, and I'll repeat that. The order of the call is a declaration will be by Tony Sandoval. Praying and corporate praise will be done by
2: Diane.
1: Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Tony Sandoval. The scripture for today is Daniel 7 and 13. As my vision continued that night, I saw one who looked like a man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient one and was led into his presence. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this cu- time, we do ask again that you put your phones on mute and instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declarer, Tony Sandoval. God bless you and have a wonderful day, everyone.
4: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is uh, Tony Sandoval. Uh, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me again this morning. Um, before we move forward, I just want to remind you guys to check your lines, make sure they're muted, uh, make sure your phone call is muted. It, looks like it sounds like everybody's muted right now, so that's great. Um, yeah, so this month's theme is Open Heaven and or Courts of Heaven. Uh, Sister uh um, Held a, a great declaration yesterday morning on the courts of heaven. Uh, I listened in; it was great, it was fantastic. Um, and we're going to touch on the same thing this morning here. Um, but before we move forward, let me let me pray. Let me pray to get us started here. Father, Lord, thank you so much, God, for this morning. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. I just ask that you be here, God. I pray that you be maximized and I be minimized, God. I pray that you get across everything that you want to get across to your children, to your sons, to your daughters this morning, God. I pray that your voice may be loud and clear, God. And I pray that you just speak whatever it is that you want to say this morning, God. And I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen you know growing up we uh we had a yard <laughs> we had a lawn and i remember my dad manicured this lawn pretty religiously um when we when we were growing up the house was basically nothing it was like a little two bedroom shack and everything was dirt um everything was dirt i remember the side yard was dirt the backyard was dirt i remember it was a big deal when we got cement put in in the backyard I remember that was a really big turn of events. And I think I remember remember really vividly how much more of a big deal it was when we got grass put in, when we actually got a front lawn. That was really, really big. Uh, And it was really big for my dad. My dad was so proud and so happy (laughs) to have a front lawn. Uh, I remember them, like, digging out the dirt. I remember them, like, balancing it out and then, like, rolling uh, those, like, uh, just rolling those, those swirls of, of sod everywhere, right? And then one day, we had a lot. Uh, and I remember my, my, my dad was super proud uh, of it. And I remember that because of what the neighborhood we lived in, uh, apparently, we just had a lot of, like, Jehovah Witnesses kind of come in and out, and we had a lot of... uh Mormons come in and out knocking on our door, uh, handing out pamphlets, trying to convert us, trying to talk to us. Um and my dad would always just tell him like, Hey, get off my lawn <laughs> just get off my lawn. Uh and I don't wanna hear it just just uh just go. Um, funny side story actually. Uh my dad eventually started inviting them in and ambushing them with like theology. <laughs> and telling them that the theology was wrong and challenging them uh, my dad is a very gifted teacher uh, a very he's been a deacon in this church and treasurer of his church for years and years uh and he's been a teacher this entire time of Sunday school and men's ministry uh, and discipleship ministry uh and he's very very gifted he knows his bible very well so uh I'm not the kind of guy you want to get into right? <laughs> a theological uh, argument with, and I think uh, that kind of stopped them from coming back. <laughs> they probably marked our house on some sort of a calendar, or map, or something at headquarters, and just told people to stay away. So, uh, but I, I remember vividly he would always tell them because we didn't have a gate, so people would literally have to walk on our lawn to get to our front door a lot of times. And my dad would always kind of yell at them and tell him to get off, get off his lawn because they're invading in our space. They're invading in our territory. You see, my my dad owned his home. He built that home. He built it from the ground up. It was was his. It belonged to him. It was entitled to him. It was his territory. And in that territory, he had the power. He had the say-so. He had the leverage. And he wouldn't let anyone come in and take it. As I was asked to do this, you know, I always I always do what I do, and I started asking God uh, what he wanted me to say, and little by little, God would kind of piece things out, and God would give me always a word or something or a sentence, and, and this one, he was really specific, and God told me to tell you today that it's time to get back your territory, that it's time to get back your territory. You see, God has given you authority over chunks of land, chunks of territory. He's given you authority over relationships, over situations, over ministries, over family life, over finances. He's given you authority over very specific territories. And in a war, how many of you guys know that there's a spiritual war happening right now? There's a spiritual war happening between God and his kingdom the advancement of his kingdom, and the deceiver, and Satan, and his guys. You see, the devil is always advancing on us. He's always trying to take away our territory. The way you win a war is you take more territory. And at the end of the day, whoever has more territory, whoever's taking more land, who's ever advanced further forward, wins the war. So the devil is always trying to take away territory from us. Always trying to take away territory from the kingdom of heaven. Our theme this month is open heaven and the courts of heaven. And I believe that God is calling on us to access this open heaven to access the courts of heaven and use that for the advancement of the kingdom and use it to access new territories and to protect the territories that he's already given us. In Revelations 12.10, the Bible calls the the devil the the accuser, the accuser of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them before our God day and night. And then uh, in Matthew 11.12, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. I believe the devil is waging a war on our territory. I believe that he is holding the deed to your land and claiming the property rights to your territory right now in the courts of heaven. I believe that he is showing God where you or your bloodline came into agreement with him and signed a contract that you and your family would always be poor, would always be sick, will always be weak, will always be fighting, We'll never have a happy marriage. We'll never be joyful. We'll always be depressed. We'll always struggle with suicide. We'll always struggle with lust. We'll always struggle with addiction. I believe that the devil is up in the courts of heaven right now with a signed contract. With a signed contract from us or from someone down in our bloodline. I believe the enemy is interested in your territory. Not just you but interested in your territory. Uh, if I can have you just check your line real quick. There is uh, some static and some commotion on the other line. So if you can check your line real quick and then just make sure it's muted for me. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I, I believe the enemy is interested in your territory and not just you. And I believe that the time to take back that territory is now, is today, like right now. It's time to take back what the enemy has stolen from you. And just like my dad, the title of today's message, and just like my dad would say, it's time, to, it's time to tell the devil to get off your lawn. There's a story in the Bible that deals with the taking of new territory. There's a story that I believe that directly points to this struggle of taking territory back and forth between the kingdom of heaven And the kingdom of darkness. That story is in Mark five, Mark five verses one through twenty. If you know me, if you've heard some of my preaching before, whether live or on this call, I always tend to gravitate to stories. I always tend to gravitate to parables. I always tend to gravitate to uh, illustrations in the Bible. I don't know why God teaches me this way, but it's the way that I teach. It's the way that I preach. So God always directs me to a subject matter. God directs me to a theme. And then God directs me to a story. And in that story, by reading it, God starts just making it come alive in new ways and starts pulling things out of it that deal directly with that theme. And I've read this story many times, and I thought it was about something different. And I was, I was reading it this time because God's like, hey, read Mark 5, it's this story. And I was like, I remember telling God, I don't even know why I struggle with <laughs> with, with uh, God about this anymore. And I'm like, God, I, I I read this already, man. I know this story back and forth, bro. I'm not going to go back and re- Oh, I get it now. Okay. And then you read it, and then God starts revealing brand new, amazing things. So just a little side note. Just because you know this story, just because you know a piece of scripture, just because you know a book or a chapter in the Bible, If God directs you to do it, to read it, to reread it, to develop it, it's not because he wants to refresh your memory. It's because God always wants to speak to you new and fresh and live. God is not interested in regurgitating information to you. God is always interested. He's a creator being, so he always wants to create it, and the word is live, and the word is moving, and the word is constantly flowing from him, regardless of the story and how many times you've read it. So Mark 5. That was a little sad. Mark five, verses one through twenty. Jesus is transitioning. It's the it's during the ministry of Jesus. He just got done with all his section about parables and 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 uh, and talking in parables to the people, and now it was time to cross into the Sea of Galilee. Now it was time to cross and uh, to cross the sea, and he was going to be starting his new uh, his new ministry on the other side. And in a just lost my place here, Uh, but he's transitioning to a new territory on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. He wants to bring his ministry into into this area into a new territory. But this territory, this new territory, has been occupied. It's been occupied by a devil, it's been occupied by a bunch of devils, it's been occupied by the kingdom of darkness by a legion so Jesus crosses the the sea and he gets there and immediately upon entering immediately upon stepping foot upon this new territory upon this new land he's confronted with something that would shock most of us that would scare most of us it is a man who is being tormented inflicted he is possessed by Unclean spirits, as the Bible says. Unclean spirits and he's naked and he's gnarling and he's wounded and he's beaten and he's disheveled and dirty and smelly and uh all these things that would normally scare somebody. And he ran up on Jesus and he threw himself on the ground at his feet. And this is not an act of worship. I, I hear people say sometimes that oh look at even the even the devil had to worship had to worship Jesus. Um, and this was not an act of worship from uh the demon for this man. This was not an act of worship from the demons who controlled him. This was an act of fear. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and said, what do you want with me here? What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. This is my territory. What are you doing here? Do not torment us. It's always funny how the devil kind of turns things around, how the tormentor would beg not to be tormented. You see, upon entering a new territory, the devil loves to switch things up and confuse you, and he'll make you seem like the bad guy in a situation where you had no place being the bad guy. That's how the devil works. He kind of moves things around, and he switches things, and he flips his scripts, and he confuses us. But he threw himself at Jesus' feet, and he begged them to uh, to, to basically to leave him alone. I and mean, this is where we're going to pick off in the story here. But I was kind of reading this, and God gave me three things to pull from the story, three things that I believe that will help us access this open heaven, and three things that are going to help us to to use the courts of heaven for the advancement of the kingdom, for the preservation of our territory, for the preservation of our land, for the preservation of new territories that God has for you, for me, and for your family. And these three things are are we going to talk about is allowing it, releasing it, and naming it. Allowing it, releasing it, and naming it. The first section is allow it. We pick off in verse 6 on Mark chapter 5, when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. You know, the demon possessed man throwing himself at the feet of Jesus. Whenever Jesus enters the situation. Whenever Jesus enters a situation, that situation then belongs to him. The enemy has no power when Jesus steps into the picture, into the territory. The the very first thing that you need to do is allow Jesus into the situation. When you're struggling, when things are hard. When there's someone in the hospital, when your marriage is struggling, when your finances are just a little short for this month, and your car won't start, when your brother can't stop drinking, when you can't stop arguing with your kids, when you can't find a job, the first thing that you need to do in that territory is allow God in. Allow Jesus to step foot into that territory. Allowing Jesus into your territory changes things. It shifts the authority. It shifts the issue. Because when you allow Jesus in, that problem has to face Jesus now. That's what happened here in this land, right? This guy was a problem. This demon-possessed man was a problem. And the second that Jesus stood up, he was in the court. He was before the judge. He was before the person who makes the decisions now. And then he was going to be held to account. When Jesus walks into a situation and that situation has a problem, that problem now has to answer to Jesus. Matthew 28, 18, And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus has all of the authority. Allow Jesus to cross the sea and into your territory. Allow him to take authority in your land, and all must bow before him, including your problems, including your kids if they're wilding, including your boss who won't leave you alone at work, including your finances, including your marriage, including your relationships, including that traffic, including uh, those bills that won't go away and, and all those things. Allowing God, allowing Jesus into the situation, into your territory, automatically sets the authority as Jesus. Automatically allows Jesus to rule. Automatically allows Jesus to be the judge. Automatically sets the courts of heaven into motion. Because Jesus then becomes the authority. You got to allow it. Number two is releasing it. Releasing it. We pick up in chapter in Mark five, verse eight. For Jesus said to him, "Come out of this man, you impure, your impure spirit." You know, um, years ago, God told me that my ministry and what I do, in a lot of ways, to advance the kingdom of God, is that it was going to be about, uh, it was going to be about warfare. It was gonna be about treating things like warfare. It was gonna be about fighting. It was gonna be about digging into the trenches. It was gonna be about fighting people. It was gonna be about advancing the kingdom. God told me years ago that it was going to be about some hand to hand combat. So I remember going in to things pretty gung ho when I was younger and pretty like yeah, yeah, devil like I rebuke you and I'm going crazy on you and like <laughs> and going into things. And uh, things weren't advancing very well. (laughs) Things weren't going super good. Things weren't going the greatest, you know? And as I went through things and as as things kind of went sideways in a bit, um, God was kind of gently nudging me and he's like, why are you fighting battles that don't belong to you? Why are you fighting devils that you were never meant to, to fight? Why are you running into other people's territory and trying to fight stuff that you have no business fighting? Only God can fight the devil. i It's not in my notes here, but I'm going to give you a quick little way. If you want to fight the devil, if you want to kind of go ahead and try to and try to go hand-to-hand combat with him, you're going to lose every time. <laughs> you can't fight someone who knows every single weakness in you in your bloodline and if, if you if you kinda of stir up that weakness you're just gonna find something else. This the surefire way to lose every single battle with the devil is to get in the ring with him. But the best way to win every single battle with uh with the devil is not even get in. And allowing God to get in the ring on your behalf. You see only God can fight the devil. You don't want to get in that again, hand-to-hand combat with someone who knows every weakness. You need to release the authority of the Word of God over him, just like Jesus did at his tempting, and just like in Zechariah chapter three, verses one through two. Uh, then he showered me, Joshua the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, "The Lord rebuke you, O Satan! The Lord." Rebuke you, O Satan. In Jude 9, Michael, the archangel, tells the devil, The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. So just changing your vernacular a little bit, just changing who's doing the rebuking now. It's not Tony anymore. It's God. It's the Lord now. It's Jesus now. So now when you have Jesus throw those punches for you, now, when you have Jesus do it, you're releasing you're releasing his power into the situation you're you're clamoring for uh for the open heaven to do it now now you're not going in there into a knock down drag out fight now you're allowing Jesus to rebuke the enemy now you're allowing Jesus to help you take back that territory um, It's just a needed reminder that that God is the only one. Who can sovereignly rule over the demons, and He's the one who does the rebuking. If our spiritual warfare includes our doing more rebuking, rebuking Satan than seeking God to do it, uh, then we have may have subtly gone a little bit in the direction of arrogance. Leave the rebuking to God. Invite God to do the rebuking. In John, in First John chapter two verse one, uh, Christ is called our and our Intercessory advocate who pleads our case with the Father and the Holy Spirit witnesses concerning Jesus. That's also in John 14 and 16. But the Holy Spirit pleads God's case with us. You know, when you go to court, it's always really unadvisable to represent yourself, (laughs) to be your own lawyer, because you don't have the experience, you don't have the say so. You didn't pass the bar. You don't have your uh, law degree. It's always best if you have someone much more qualified represent you. And in the courts of heaven, trying to take back your territory, what better person to represent you than Jesus? What better person to represent you than God? What better person to be your advocate than the Holy Spirit? What better person to defend you? And you see the devil's very shrewd, and he's out here, and he's smart, and he has contracts, and he has permission in a lot of ways to attack you. And he has permission based on these contracts, based on generational lineage, based on generational contracts that your parents have signed that you don't even know about. You got to get the right kind of delegation. You got to kind of have, you have to have the right defense team and the proper defense team is Jesus. The proper defense team is Jesus, but you have to release that. You have to release um, those words. You know, the way that you fight back is through words. The way that you, you guard a new territory is, is through words. You got to speak over it. You got to declare it. Uh, you got You got to go at it, and you've got to allow Jesus into the territory, but you also have to release those words. You have to release that faith into the atmosphere, into that territory, into that situation, into that relationship, into that struggle, into that fight. You have to release those words. You have to release Jesus as your advocate. You have to release the Holy Spirit as your advocate, right? Where now it's not the devil's attacking you. Now it's like, devil, I cannot wait until God releases rebukes you and the Lord rebuke you. And once you start releasing the Lord's rebuking, once you start releasing the Lord to do his work, do his work on the situation. If I can have you just check your lines real quick, there's one line that seems to be pretty staticky. Um, There's some commotion on the other lines. If you can just check it for me, just mute that line for me, uh, that would be very helpful. Thank you very much. Um, But but again, it's just a lot of, it's it's uh it's allowing God access to fight this battle it's releasing him to be able to do so Leave the rebuking to God allow him to be your representative so we're allowing it or're releasing it and then we gotta name it we have to name it there's this curious part of the story uh where Jesus does something pretty. Uh, pretty different. He doesn't just go in super hard <laughs> on on this demon right away, on this demon-possessed man right away. Verse 9, then Jesus asked him, what is your name? And he says, my name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. You know, I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. Um, I can't stress this enough. If you're if you're trying to eliminate a problem, a situation, a specific devil from your life, from your family, a specific struggle, it is incredibly important that you name it. You have to find out the name of whatever is attacking you. We must point it out. You must name it. You got to single out that which has come against us. You got to understand that that thing was sent for you. That thing has a mission for you. For your kids for your family that devil has been passed down from generation to generation you must call it out specifically and god is waiting and willing to eliminate that which is attacking you but you must point it out you got to point it out and the way you do it is you go through heaven and you start sifting and you start digging and you start bringing out evidence and you start laying out a case and you allow god into the territory and then you allow him to represent you and then you allow him to to do to be the one who does judgment, to do the rebuking, to do uh to lay down his power, to lay down his uh uh his word, to lay down his authority over it, and then you start digging, you start looking into the case, you start looking at the enemy's paperwork, you start looking at the contracts, you start looking at the agreement that you have with him. Naming the culprit does two things. It does two things in the courts of heaven. It rightfully identifies who is guilty. And number two, it pulls the issue from the roots. It pulls the issue from its roots. That's what it really does. It, it removes the guilt from you. because The devil's always trying to accuse you in the court. He's always trying to point out something you did, well you did this, well you did that, well your parents did this, right? Your grandmother did this, your grandfather did this, right? Your great grandfather did this, and that's why I have the right and that's why I have the contract, right? But a naming it allows you to identify who was really guilty and it removes the guilt from you and places it on something or someone else. And then it pulls the issue from the roots. It breaks it root and stem. It gets at the heart of the root issue. Really is at the matter. At the heart of the matter, and it rips it from its roots and it eliminates it. And in the name of Jesus is greater than any name of any accuser or any tormentor. When you allow God in, when you allow God to represent you, and when you name, and when you name exactly what it is you start taking legal authority into the courts of heaven. Legal authority in the courts of heaven. And, and then to just finish the story here to summarize, because I'm uh, I'm over time here, um, Jesus, uh, the the legion, ends up begging Jesus not to cast him out of that territory. Again, if you can just check your, uh, your line here, I, it sounds like you got into a car or something like that, but please mute your line here. Um, because it's uh, it's pretty loud on the other side, so if you can just check your line real quick and mute that for me, uh, that would be very helpful here. Um, but Jesus ends up um, not allow- Jesus uh, ends up sending this legion into a court of pigs that ends up running into a little pond or lake, and they drown themselves. You see, the unclean spirits did not want to leave their territory and begged Jesus to let them stay. They cared little about the man they tormented. It was all about the territory. And then the the people actually end up asking Jesus to leave (laughs) because they're afraid of his power. Uh, You see, Jesus uh, stays wherever he is welcome. So many of us unwelcome Jesus, even after he, he had healed us, saved us, and delivered us from much. Always make sure that whatever territory you are in, Jesus is allowed to reign free. And then the the young man actually wants to end up going with Jesus, but Jesus says, No, you have to stay in this territory. You have to go to Decapolis, which means ten cities. This young man who was freed now was going to get ten territories as an assignment. This is about the advancement of territory, the advancement for the kingdom. And now this just young man who's going to reach 10 cities for the kingdom of God. It's the advancement of territory. All of this is about the advancement of territory. That's what it's about. So you have to allow it. You have to allow the presence of God. You have to allow Jesus into the territory. You have to release it. You have to release the authority of Jesus into the territory. And then you have to name it. You have to name Whatever it is is really accusing you at its heart, at them, you can pull it from there. This is how you dig in. This is how you get your territory back. The time is now. Get your kids back. Get your relationship back. Get your finances in order. Get whatever territory God has given you. Get whatever territory God has given you back. Do not let the enemy into your territory. The enemy is going to come around. He's going to sneak around. He's going to walk up on your lawn, and you've got to tell the enemy, get off my lawn. I'm going to pass the call on over uh, to the prayer warrior here. Thank you.
5: In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day. We bless your name, God. We love you this morning, oh God. And God, if there be anything in us, oh God, that displeases you or brings a stench to your nostril. God, I pray and ask that you remove it from us, that there will be no hindrance in our lives, Lord God. No hindrance in hearing from you. No hindrance in our relationship. God, we bless your name this morning, for you are high and lifted up. You are the holy God. You are the great I am. You are Elohim, the creator of the universe and all that dwells in it. God, I just bless your name this morning, for you are a good, good father. God, we thank you this morning that our eyes are open we thank you this morning, Lord God, for keeping us through the night, bringing us to the dawning of a brand new day. God, I bless your name this morning. You are our great provider. God, you said you have given us everything pertaining to this life. God, so we are not lacking anything. God, I bless your name this morning, for there is none that can compare to you. You are all-powerful, God. You are omniscient. You're all-knowing, God. You are omnipresent. You are everywhere. God, we thank you for being omnipresent omnipresent, O oh God. We thank you for being omnipotent. We thank you, Lord God, for being omniscient. God, there is none that has the power but you. God, you are all-powerful. You are sovereign, God. You are the God eternal. You are our eternal ruler. So, God, I thank you this morning for your power. God, I thank you this morning for your indwelling spirit. God, I thank you this morning for your shed blood on the cross, not just for me, but for all humanity. God, you say you came to your own, but they received you not. So, God, I thank Mm. you this morning, Lord God. I pray and ask for forgiveness, Lord God, being on this call, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I just praise you this morning, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, Lord God. Could someone mute their phone this morning? God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for you are a holy God, and you call us to be a holy people. God, I thank you that I know who I am. God, I thank you, yes. God, that you know my name, Lord God. God, I thank you thank you this morning, Lord God, that you will fight for us, oh God. God, I thank you this morning that you're always thinking about us. God, I thank you for the plans that you have for each of us this morning. God, I thank you that you're always with us. You said you never leave us nor forsake us. So God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. I thank you this morning for your outstretched hand. I thank you morning that when we go through trials and tribulations, we're not alone. When we go through the waters, God just said we wouldn't drown. God, when we go through the fire, you said the fire would not burn us, oh God. So God, I praise you this morning. There is none like you. You are the incomparable God. None can compare to you. You are the sovereign God. God, I Thank you this morning, Lord God, that nothing can torture your kingdom, Lord God. Nothing can overpower you. Nothing can overtake you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, nothing can destroy you. You are the first, the last, and you are the eternal God. You are Elohim you are the everlasting God you are the great I am there's no one greater no one can know everything about you you are the transcendent God God we know some things about you but the secret things belong to you God I thank you this morning that you are our great advocate Ah uh, Pericles, God, I thank you this morning, Lord, God, that you are the all sufficient one, God Almighty, else Shaddai. die, Lord, God, I thank you that you are the great God, God, I thank you this morning for your mercy, O oh God, according to your unfailing love, oh God, your great compassion, God, to love us unconditionally, God, I thank you this morning, Lord, God, for Sandoval, of all, Lord God, and that teaching, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, on the open heaven. God, you said you've given us the open heaven, Lord God, and we walk in obedience. There is no good thing you will hold from us. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you this morning. I lift up to you this morning, Josiah, Deontay, and Demaria, God, I thank you this morning Thank <laughs> you. You are the God who's in control of everything, God. God, I thank you this morning that you are a healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. God, you can heal the mind. You can heal the body, Lord God. You can heal the spirit, man. God, you have all power in your hand. And God, we trust you this morning, Lord God, because you are trustworthy. God, I thank you that you are faithful when we are faithless. God, I thank you thank you this morning, Lord God, that you are the healer of everything, Lord God. God, I pray that you touch Demario's mind, Lord God. God, you said you didn't give us the spirit of fear, but you gave us love and a sound mind, God, a sound mind. So, God, I praise you this morning, God, for the work you're going to do in him, Lord God, and through him. God, I pray over Josiah, God. I thank you, Lord God, that your hand is on his life. God, that you are a healer, Lord God. You have shown us that you are, have healed him, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So God, I praise you this morning, Lord God, over Dion's children, over Dion, Lord God. I know that you have your hands on the Lord God, because I've been watching you, Lord God. I've been looking at you, God. I've been praying to you. I've been touching with you, God, in the name of Jesus. I see your touch on all that wake up every morning and get on this call, Lord God. God, I thank you for what you're doing and declare victory. I thank you for what you're doing in each of our lives, Lord God. God, sometimes it doesn't look good, but God, The process, Lord God, is necessary to get to where you want us to be. So, God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. God, I lift up Leonard Matthew to you this morning. Touch his body, Lord God. Bring healing to his mind, body, and spirit. God, I pray that everything in him start to function as that way that you put it in him, Lord God. Every organ, Lord God, every vein, Lord God. Every muscle, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, I lift up Joel Clifton to you this morning. God, touch his body. Remove anything in him that's not like you, Lord God. Remove anything. Restore him to his rightful place, Lord God restore his body, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, sometimes you bring things to us to get our attention. So God, I praise you this morning, Lord God, that you have our attention this morning. God, I thank you this morning for Oliver Norwood. I lift him up to you this morning, God. Touch his body. Bring healing to it. All of those that are dealing with cancer, Lord God, all of those that are dealing with with uh bipolar god god all of those are dealing with depression oh god god but you are in charge of everything nothing gets by you lord god nothing sneaks up on you because you know everything you're a god that's everywhere there's nowhere we can go from your presence so i thank you this morning lord god for your hand in our lives. I thank you this morning that wherever I go, you are there with me. I thank you this morning, Lord God, for being a healer, for being Jehovah Rapha. I thank you this morning, God, you said if we keep our mind on you, you will keep us in perfect peace. I thank you for that peace this morning, Lord God, in our homes, in our lives, Lord God, on our job. God, I thank you this morning, for our spouses, our children this morning, Lord God, and God, and when they step out this morning going to and from school, Lord God, God, I pray your mercy over them today. Keep them in your grace, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I praise you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the many blessings that you have poured on us day after day, Lord God. For you are the great God. There is none greater than you. You are the God who sits high and looks low. You are the God. Who makes our crooked paths straight God, you said that you will Exalt our mountaintops God, God, in the name of Jesus, and you will bring our Valley low, Lord God In the name of Jesus, God You are great and greatly to be Praised, you said let Everything have breath Praise the Lord, even the Animals, Lord God, will Praise you, even the trees Will praise you Even the the power source will praise you. God, I thank you this morning that you are the God that everyone should pray. You said open up your mouth and then you will feel it, Lord God. Open your mouth and give God some praise. If we will all open our mouth and praise the Lord, for he is great and greatly to be praised. God, I thank you this morning with everybody that would just join
2: in and praise the Lord, our God Almighty, thank the God who sits. On great is our God, faithfulness, morning. great is our faithfulness, hallelujah Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, that you are our warring God, the yes, God of war, yes. Lord God, that you will fight the battle yes, yes. through yes. us or go before us yes. and fight yes. the battle. Thank you, God, are you are mighty, for your strong, word that has guided me and led me in the battle for Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Lord God, I my Lord God, my short life, me Lord God, thank you, Lord God, to Jesus. everything in my life, Lord God, allow me to name it, Lord God, acknowledge you, Lord God, allow you my life, God. Lord your name, that you. am we need you, the need we we need these things pray in the master name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah and the reason I to give to to and I'm for all so no, you are the mighty awesome. I mean, you the <inaudible> you. <inaudible> that the the to be rat- so, the pay- to the goat- and, and how the so, theёт- the uh, down- Imma- Pack- of the Cat- the the is all we don't anyone Any And He's given us our prayer. our us I in the name of God, the and I thank you and I praise you in the name of Jesus. Lord, there's Lord, nobody like you. And, you and you can all of a sudden, thank you, for waking God and Thank you, Heavenly Father, that are of the Lord, In the name of Jesus, in Jesus. Oh, Nothing the can compare that. In, In the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I bless your name. I thank you
5: for this time of worship, God. I thank you for this time of worship. God, I, you worship. God, I praise you. I bless your name. And I now turn the call back over to family. In the name of Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord.
2: Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus' name, amen. have my
1: Father. My father. Thank you, Lord. And of all, I now pass the call back to you. Amen.
4: Amen. 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 Thank you for that uh, beautiful, powerful prayer again. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the calls actually is that, um to to hear everybody prayer uh prayers and, and petitions and stuff and just come together and just do that. So uh thank you so much. Um I just want to summarize my message today, uh which was entitled Devil Get Off My Lawn. Um and we touched base on Mark chapter five and the story of um of the man Possessed, and the man who had the demons in him named Legion. Um, And we kind of tied it in to the idea of operating in the open heaven and operating in the court system of heaven um, and how we talked about allowing it, uh, which was allowing God, allowing Jesus into the situation, releasing it, releasing Jesus' authority, not our authority, releasing Jesus' authority over the situation, over the territory, And how you have to name it, whatever is afflicting your territory or trespassing upon your territory or trying to take hold of your territory, that you have to name it. You have to specifically name it. You have to specifically point it out and get that out. You have to allow it, release it, and name it. And by doing those three things, uh, you can get your territory back. You can get that which the devil has stolen from you, the ground that he has taken from you and you it's also able to preserve the territory that, Jesus, that God has already given you authority over. So it's a way to protect yourself, and it's a way to get new territory uh, that God has for you. So a quick summary of that, uh, and then if there's anybody else on the line uh, who has any questions or comments, I will be happy to hear it. again if anybody has any questions or any comments
3: Uh, Good morning um, Brother Sandoval Yes sir Good morning Uh, Great declaration I was listening to uh, well the part that stood out for me was uh, when you shared that the the devil uh, gained access to our territory uh, through um, our forefathers, you know, generations back. And I I was just thinking, you know, there's a lot of history um, that I'm not aware of, you know, as far as my father and my grandfather. And I I know there's a a Pacific area that um, I'm constantly attacked in. And I have to uh resist the devil and and, and submit myself to, to Christ in that area. So could you touch on that a little bit more?
4: Yeah, of course they can. Um they're just like you talked about brother, there's uh there's some stuff that we get from our parents. You know, they always talk about like, well you're just like your dad or you're just like your mom or, you know, yeah, that runs in the family. Um those are all kind of things that we kinda of throw around but there are very specific things that are passed down generation to generation in, in the spiritual context, in the spiritual world. And it's very important to kind of go back and, and, uh, and kind of try to break those ties, break those contracts, right? So I remember uh, at our church we have this program, well not this program, but these things called Restoring the Foundation, uh, which is basically you meet with a pastor and then a couple uh, people who are also kind of involved in the program, and you fill out this really long questionnaire about your family, about your family history, uh, about uh, your childhood, about all these things, all kinds of background information, and it's this really methodical approach about going through different parts of your childhood and your past and trying to find out where that comes from, where that struggle comes from, right? And the best thing to do is if you can't do that, it's just go in prayer and go to God and really kind of talk about what you're struggling with. Hey, I struggle with this. Where do you get it from? Where do I get it from? Is it from my dad? Is it from my grandfather? Is it from further down the line that I don't even know about? And then start start naming those things, right? Like I, I, uh, And start bringing God into the conversation start bringing and pleading his authority and his blood over that situation and breaking those things. Uh, you got to say it out loud. Like I... I break that tie that my grandfather had. You know, I break that like uh, alcoholism runs in my family, right? Like my grandpa struggled with alcohol. My dad struggled with grandpa. Uh, my dad struggled with uh, alcohol. It's something that spiritually kind of was woven into our DNA because of the issues that we've had. And it stemmed from us, it stemmed from just uh, being built into our culture, right? It was culturally accepted to drink. I'm Mexican. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of. It's kind of woven into our DNA, and that's the contract that we made with the enemy. So I had to go back and break that contract and say it's not a cultural thing, it's not a spiritual thing. I will not struggle with this. This will not be handed off to my kids. And you got to break that in there. You got to plead the blood, and you and you just got to go back and do it. So if you don't have that platform to do it, like I did with the RTF session, the best thing to do, man go to God in prayer and start naming those things. And it's not an overnight thing. A lot of times, man, sometimes it's, you got to do this for a while to, to really nail it down. Right. And God will show you, yeah, that's where it came from, man. Let's, let's uproot it there. Um, so that's, uh, that's the, yeah. does that answer your question or kind of touch on it a little bit for you?
3: Yeah, that's great. Thank you.
4: Yeah. Hey, no and I know Paul, man, I know it's a lot. <laughs> I know it's a lot. is a, this is a very big topic. There's whole books about it and stuff, uh, uh, but about just breaking generational curses and, and lines like that. So, a um, so blessing to you, man. I know. I know God can get you. He can get you there.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I like the part where you, um, you're you're directing us to to identify and and, and um, cast it out by knowing yeah. uh the name or what whatever you know uh the issue is you know identified and, and cast it out uh by his name so thank you for that yeah
4: of course man of course you, you gotta know what you're fighting if you're gonna fight it right <laughs> so, uh yeah amen amen okay thanks bro um is there anyone else has any comments any questions Okay, Okay. anyone else on the line that might have any questions or any comments here? Thank you, Tony. Good morning.
0: I think think we're all... It's a lot to take in. So just because no one's saying anything, I think that we're just... We're trying to digest this big meal that you've just given us.
4: It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot,
2: yeah.
4: Thank you for your declaration, though. Thank you. Appreciate it. There was someone else there who had, might have had a question or comment there.
2: Oh,
0: just a comment. This is Nikisha. Good morning, Tony. Uh, great declaration. Um, when I woke up this morning, I just started, like, um, declaring and decreeing over my family and just going back. You know, you can't, like you say, you can't fight something if you don't know what it is, and especially if you don't um you you just you just stabbing at stuff and you're not you're not getting anything. So it's like to just really just go back and read that scripture and really just try to talk to some of the elders that are still alive or just pray over what you're having issues with or what you see the patterns in your family, um, for the people that are alive and it's just just revisiting that that story and really just dive in deeper into it because a lot of us just look at the surface and you really was going deeper into what that scripture is about and just just really need to revisit it and we've got a lot of work to do but i know it's it could be done
4: oh you can do it you got
0: it it could be done (laughs)
4: yeah amen you got it for sure um yeah I, i understand it's uh this is a really heavy topic and there's a lot to kind of delve into. And there's so much more about the courts of heaven specifically that you can get into. Like I said, there are entire books about the courts of heaven and like different proceedings and like uh, there's like technically six different courts of heaven. If you really look at it like there's there's a lot of information there. So um, I wanted to frame it in a really kind of, um, simple way but just pragmatic sense like what can you use today (laughs) and i think this is a good good way to frame it like this is a good way to generally get it started so i I get it it's a lot it's a lot to process for sure (laughs) um okay let uh i'll leave it for maybe one more question or comment here if anybody's there on the line that has any questions or comments Okay. Okay. No problem. I just want to summarize one more time again. Uh, when you're trying to take that territory, when you're trying to get into the courts of heaven, there's a couple things, just basic things you got to do right away. Uh, one is you got to allow it. You got to allow God. You got to allow Jesus into that territory. Uh, number two is you got to release it. You got to release the authority of Jesus in that territory. And number three, you got to name it. You got to name your accuser. You got to name that which is afflicting you. That which is harming you. So if you do those three things, allowing it, releasing it, and naming it, uh, it'll get you into the courts of heaven. And as long as you complete the blood of Jesus over that situation, you'll win that case every single time. Um, But thank you for being on the call. Let me bless you as you go. Lord, I just thank you so much, God, for this time. I thank you so much for these people that are listening to this message, God. I pray that you give them the authority, God. I pray that you give them the courage, Father, Lord
3: to move into
4: the courts of heaven, to take back their territory, to get back that which you gave them authority over, Father Lord, the territory of their family, the territory of their marriage, the territory of their kids, the territory of their employment, the territory of their finances and their health, God. I pray in Jesus' name, Father Lord, that you come into that territory, that you impose your authority over that territory, Father Lord, and that any attacks on it can be named by name and pushed out and kicked out and removed from that territory, God. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Thank you, guys. Love you. hope you have a blessed day.
0: Amen. Thank you.
2: Have a great day, everybody. Have a great day. Amen. Amen.